Hello and welcome everyone to the second episode of the Alone in the Crowd podcast. Uh, you might have noticed if you listened to last week's podcast that I am a new voice. Uh, my name is Paul and I'm here with Kira and Yasmin. And I wasn't on last week's podcast because I'm apparently sixth member of a five-person group. And <laughs> there's actually a funny story about how that happened. Do you want to give us a run-through, Kira? <laughs> um, look, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> but, uh, no comment. No comment. Okay, basically yeah. the biggest betrayal of 2021. Yeah. But we won't yeah. talk about yeah. it. <laughs> Kira kicked me out. <clears throat> Any moving on. <laughs> Oof. Um, and this week we have a guest on the podcast. She is a P- first year PhD student from UL and is Emma Kerwin. Emma, thanks Hello. for coming on. No problem. Thanks very much for having me. Um, so we have a few questions prepped for you, yeah. if that's okay. Great. Yeah, Fire ahead. You want to just tell us a small bit about you can yourself, introduce yourself? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, as I said, my name's Emma and I'm a PhD candidate um, at the University of Limerick in the Department of Psychology. Um, and I only started my PhD in September, but um, hopefully I'll be able to give you some insight um, into loneliness. And I think what you're doing is brilliant. So fair play to you, by the way, I am on the podcast. Uh, it's great. And hopefully um, people will find it, find it good and find it beneficial. So. Thank you so much, Emma. And I'm sure it'll be really interesting. I personally am very interested in in what you have to say about this whole topic because I think all of us just love psychology a lot and and interested in the topic that we're doing this podcast on because it's not just because we were assigned this as a project, you know, but we really like kind of made it our own thing and and we're really interested in ourselves. So, so great. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Very good. (laughs) Do you want to get cracking with the questions or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, if you don't mind, I'll ask you the first one. But I was just wondering how you're finding this lockdown yourself. Yeah, um, not too bad. Um, I suppose much like yourselves, uh, I started my PhD, um, which has been great. It's great to keep me busy and something to focus on. But um, I'm missing out on the social element, much like everybody else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not been too bad. Like I'm glad I have this now to keep me busy, and hopefully, as the weather gets a bit brighter and that, um you know, if we can get outside and go for walks and do all that we can do at the minute. But um, yeah, no, it's not been too bad now. Thanks for asking. <laughs> no problem. We're really seeing all the elements of the weather. I, I know. This today, week. Maybe even today, I'd say. All, season, all <laughs> seasons in one, hasn't it, today? Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, we were just wondering if you could briefly explain for the audience um, what the focus of your research is. Yeah. Um, so I suppose broadly, my research focuses on loneliness in young adulthood, um, and that's very broad. But I suppose I'll just give you a bit of background, uh, I suppose, on the topic and how my PhD came about. Um, so typically, loneliness is often viewed as a problem for older adults. Um, you know, there's this kind of stereotypical representation of an older adult living alone. Um, but it's important to remember that loneliness isn't the same thing as being alone. And uh, younger adults are a group that uh, I'm calling, that's well, other people have called it as well, but uh, in my research, emerging adults, which are the group from 18 to 25 years specifically, they also experience um, high levels of loneliness. And we've particularly seen this during the pandemic that um, young adults are actually experiencing the highest levels of loneliness at this time. Um, but much of what we know about loneliness already from the literature uh, comes from research on older adults. So there's been a predominantly a focus on older adulthood in research on loneliness. Um, And although this 
research is useful. It doesn't really help us to understand loneliness in young adulthood. Um, young adults have very different social needs to, to older adults. So I suppose my PhD research hopes to identify what contributes to the risk of loneliness in young adulthood specifically. Um, and mm. ultimately, I hope that my PhD um, will provide an understanding of loneliness in this group and specifically the factors that are associated with loneliness in young adulthood. Um, so that's kind of my research. And I have three studies planned. Um, as I said, I'm only in, the, in my first year now, so I'm kind of just getting cracking on my first study. Um, and in that study now, I'll hope to summarise what's already known about the experience in young adulthood. So this is from the research that's already out there already. Um, and the idea is that this overview of what's already been researched uh, would help to develop further studies in the area then. So we'll have kind of an up-to-date view of um, what's already been done. And my second study then will be interviews with young adults themselves. Um, and the idea here is to explore the, the meaning of loneliness for young adults in Ireland. And the, the views of young adults themselves, I suppose, are, are mostly missing from studies that are already out there. And then last, mm. lastly, my third study, which is a long way ahead um, at this stage, but eventually I'll get there. And um, my third study is, <laughs> uh, will be based on, on the findings from the first and second study. And it'll be a survey study. Um, and I hope to examine the risk factors for loneliness specifically in young adults. Um, and then that's basically my research. And I'm only getting started now at the minute. But um, yeah, it's been great since September. Anyway, it's going, going good so far. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah, really that's a, that's really interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Me and Paul. <laughs> Sorry, I, I probably agree. I probably off. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, just I was just going to ask. You said uh, at the start that when uh, loneliness has been analysed, it's been in regards to older people. Why do you think that young people have sort of been neglected on this issue? I think that there possibly might have been a view that. Um, you have to be alone to experience loneliness, um, and that's that's not that's not true as we know now. That's not true. You can have many friends and feel lonely, or you could have one friend and feel perfectly satisfied with your with your relationships, with your social relationships. So, it's not loneliness isn't the same thing as social isolation. Um, and I suppose perhaps there was a view that older adults are more maybe more socialized socially isolated you know there's this kind of stereotypical view of an older adult living living alone maybe they're widowed um that kind of a view and and of course that does that is linked to loneliness and, and there is loneliness in older adulthood as well but it actually appears to be a u-shaped curve where young adults and older adults are actually experiencing the highest levels of loneliness and loneliness tends to kind of be at a lower level than during midlife when people are starting their own families and um you know at at work or in their career and um kind of like that but uh, younger adults do actually experience high levels of loneliness as well um, and i'm sure there's more reasons as well why they've kind of typically been neglected but it's 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 emerging now it's just kind of more of a focus and probably accelerated by the pandemic as well we've seen such of such an explosion yeah. of loneliness research in young adults so i think it is really becoming um you know, people are really realising as people and researchers are really realising that it's important to study loneliness in young adults as well. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because a lot of the time in media, um, 
and and as a young adult myself and all of us are we view ourselves and the media views us or often kind of portrays us as more of a kind of sociable group and yet if if it's true that that we're actually feeling um quite lonely it's quite interesting like that you're doing research in that topic because it'd be interesting to know what it is that 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 defines or what makes us feel that way when we're seen as such a social group yeah if you I think we all differ in our social needs um you know no two people are required the same there's no magic number of friends or magic number of social connections as you might call them because they might be family as well as friends or colleagues there's no one person might require 10 friends to feel satisfied um, and another person might be perfectly satisfied with one or two good quality friendships. So mm. it's, it's you can loneliness really is is a dissatisfaction or the feeling of distress that comes with a dissatisfaction in your social connections, and that can be in quality mm. or in quantity. So you know, no two um, reasons for loneliness, I suppose, uh, have to match up either. So I think that's why maybe young adults might have been overlooked as well as because god they have so many friends you look at them they've you know there's groups of them all together and they're mm, but yeah. you can still feel lonely and, and have friends or still feel lonely in a group and I think that's kind of becoming a very important realization now um too yeah yeah 100 percent um I suppose would you have any advice just even in your own opinion for people who are fit, especially young people and what they can do um yeah, I suppose I know with the pandemic it is it's it's difficult um and a lot of the kind of typical advice people will give to combat loneliness is made a lot more difficult now because of the restrictions in place and um that but there's still some things that that we can do to help loneliness. So I suppose one thing is to try and strengthen the friendships that you already do have um because covid is obviously a very difficult time to make new friends same as yourselves I've been working at home since September so it's kind of that sense of um social element of college or of work is, has been removed now because we're all learning and working from home but if you kind of make a planned text or to call or to FaceTime or Snapchat or whatever and um, maybe somebody that you haven't caught up with in ages um, and in doing that you, you could be doing them the world of good too by reaching out as I said uh, loneliness is subjective and you don't know who else might be feeling lonely um, same as yourself um, another thing as well is to join multiple groups and I know this is made more difficult because of restrictions in place but um, if you're into sport or fitness find an online Zoom class I know loads of gyms are doing like online yoga and Pilates and those types of classes and it's kind of a sense of community is what people often get from stuff like that yeah. Or, or if sports isn't your thing, there's virtual book clubs or film clubs. And um, Instagram is great, actually, for finding things like that. Um, and then lastly, as well, volunteering. So we know from research that volunteering is beneficial for connecting with others. And often people find that through volunteering, they might be doing it to help others. But in the end, they actually benefit themselves as well. Um, so there's organisations like Alone or I know Meals on Wheels where you're helping somebody else in need, but then you get that sense of community and you might find other like-minded people while you're doing it. Um, so yeah. obviously things like that are made more difficult by the pandemic, but there still is some things that you can do um, to kind of combat loneliness. And I suppose if you're reaching out to somebody else, you also might be helping them and doing that as well. So, yeah. Even start a podcast too. That's it, yeah. 
um, I was just curious um, about what actually inspired you to study this particular area, if there is any reason. Yeah, well, I suppose um, I did the Bachelor of Science in Psychology in UL. So um, I suppose research in general is what caught my interest during that. Um, and my final year project really sparked my interest in psychology research. Back then, like I didn't have a plan, or I didn't realize I was going to go on to continue to do research on on loneliness and young adulthood. Mm. But um, I suppose when I look back, I was thinking about this question when I saw it in in the ones that you sent me. And I suppose when I look back, I think I always probably had an interest in factors related to health and well being. Um, like I did my FYP on a sleep disorder in a young adult in young adults, a young adult group. Um, and then I went on. I did a master's in um, Galway in NUIG in health psychology. Um, and I, I kind of did that to strengthen my research skills and just to do something different and broaden my network outside of UL. But I suppose mm. inadvertently that really built my interest in factors related to health. Um, and we know that loneliness, if persistent, um, can have implications for health and well-being. Um, so I suppose there was no particular particular reason specifically, but as I get to know the area, um, I think a lot remains unknown about loneliness, um, particularly in young adults. As I said, a lot of the research is focused on older adults. So a lot of the research in young adults is still emerging. And I think that's kind of exciting as a researcher um, and to think that I could be able to contribute something hopefully meaningful um, to our understanding of young people's mental health and well-being. So, um, yeah, I hope that answers the question. Yeah, it does. And I think I think especially this research will have a major impact, especially on because of this year. And I think even without Corona, um, without COVID going around that, um, it was uh, like it's a very um, relevant topic, if you get me. I yeah. think it's very interesting. My, like my research wasn't um, intended to be focus on coronavirus um at all um it was uh, the idea actually was was already there before um mm. covid but it, i think it just makes it even more timely and even more um important i suppose that we're seeing now how much loneliness affects young adults um, and is prevalent among young adults so even though my research is general um i suppose it is very, it's very timely at the minute yeah, absolutely. And I was also wondering if um, when you are doing your research, will you ask or will will COVID be a part of it or are you going to leave that out because the you had the idea beforehand? It'll, it'll have to be a part of it. I think that COVID has been such a massive part of everybody's life um, for a year now that I think mm-hmm. it'll have to, it will have to be a part of it. I can't really ignore it. Um, like, for example, in the review, um, as I said, I'm, I'll be, I'm doing a review of the existing literature. Um, I've had to add into that, you know, I have a little section um, about whether the study that I will be like reviewing, whether it's related to COVID or not, because there's been such an explosion of, of loneliness research uh, in response to the pandemic. So I, I will definitely have to um, include it and address it. I think I, I can't ignore it, but it won't be the focus, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Does Kira have any questions, or are we? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Kira, you're off the phone. I was listening. <laughs> oh, no, I, think, I think you covered all our questions in one, Emma. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. you, you um, you're happy, happy with that, are you? Yeah, I was. Uh, there is still one. Um, 
No, well, yeah, actually, I'm actually quite interested in is I yeah I'm still going I've got plenty <laughs> of questions um <laughs> but um I was just I was really curious about whether you actually if you think that the effect of COVID at the moment I know that that's not where you aim to to focus your research on but if you personally think that the la- there will be a lasting effect from this on on young adults or younger generations in general I think uh, COVID in general of course um. I'm sure there will be, but I suppose specifically to loneliness, I think that, um, as I said earlier, loneliness does have implications for health, but I don't want to kind of scare anybody with that statement either. It's like, it's important to remember that we we all experience loneliness at some stage of our lives. And it's, that's, it's really normal, like finishing up secondary school or coming to college or finishing college and starting your first job or going on Erasmus or anything like that can trigger loneliness and that's to be expected and it's very normal and obviously Mm. the pandemic has has sparked loneliness in so many people but it's only when feelings of loneliness persist and it becomes what we call chronic loneliness that it's then a problem um, and that it might have implications or long-lasting effects so um, like of course loneliness has been linked to things like depression and poor sleep quality and poor health behaviours um, and although we're not sure whether loneliness causes these or if it's the other way around it's probably a bit of both um, mm. so uh, like this time it is very hard time on friendship and social connections and especially for young adults um, so I think that COVID is hitting young adults particularly hard um, even though the, the media coverage kind of bases, is based on older adults um, and that overall, I think the pandemic will have lasting effects. But I think short term loneliness is unlikely to have long lasting effects um, when you're talking about loneliness specifically. But um, of course, the pandemic it will have, have, have long lasting effects in all sorts of ways. Mm. OK, so yeah. basically try and keep in touch with your friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 I think that's that's something we all have to remember to do because it's getting it's getting hard to. It is so really hard. yeah. The, the, those Zoom quizzes are kind of old. Yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, like you know, pen pals. Like one of my friends, she started writing letters to older people in nursing homes, which I think is a lovely idea. Like, start, yeah, start writing That's... letters instead of like because you can get sick of the phone as well and Snapchat and everything. I think bring back the letters. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. When I mentioned about volunteering earlier about um, alone, you know, how they have um, volunteers who answer calls from older people who might be lonely or whatever. And it's similar with the pen pal, like, yeah. even though you're, you're helping somebody else, you're also helping yourself yeah. um, too. So, yeah, there's benefits on, on both sides of stuff like definitely, that. Definitely, definitely. And you like you feel better yourself, like getting a reply and knowing that you're after bringing a little bit of happiness to them as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty much it. Um, you got anything else, guys? No, I think I'm okay unless Yasmin is there um, anymore. Yeah, I, no, I, um, I run out, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I wish I had yeah. more because, I, I don't know, I just find it, I, it's a topic that I've, I've been interested in for a while, so yeah, yeah so it is, I it's think a, it's really it's a, interesting. It is a really interesting topic, yeah, I'm, I'm Happy out now in, in my PhD. Thankfully. <laughs> Glad you chose it. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, yeah, no, I'm asked questions. So, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much yeah. for coming Is on. there anything else you want to say? Thanks so much for Is having me. Is there anything else you want to say for... No, you're amazing. <laughs>
I don't think there's anything else I, I want to say now. Um, I'm very, I'm very, go on. I'm, very, I'm, I'm very cheery now in first year, but maybe by fourth year I'll have depleted a bit. But, oh, um, that's <laughs> uh, no, thanks for thanks for having me. It's great. Like this is a great experience to get to talk about this. Yeah. Um, it's my first podcast, so no, it's good. Thanks, thanks, guys. No oh, no problem, no problem. Thank you. Um, it's our first podcast too. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> so yeah. But thank you so much for coming on. And me personally, I I found it interesting, and and I was happy you came on. So thank you. <laughs> no problem. Thanks thank very much. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Yeah, she, she was, was lovely. She she really was. Um, and I like I I you know I actually really am interested in in that topic and it's been something I've been interested in a while since I've been like you know in sixth year fifth year especially if you look at like your surroundings a little bit you can see that um, a lot of people with a lot of friends um, often tend to be the most alone if you get me and and you can definitely notice it and it's quite interesting like I said to me that that we're portrayed as like very social we're always on our phones always texting someone whereas you might be texting someone, but you're not connecting with someone, mm-hmm. you know, just because you have a lot of people around you. I think that connection yeah. matters a lot. Yeah. I think it's definitely the quality of your friendships over quantity. So I think now, especially try and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like nourish. Is that the correct word? Nourish yeah, well, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> nourish your friendships you have. And try and make them as strong as you can because we're all fucking locked up. Definitely try and make the time to ring the friend or whatever, write them a letter. I'm going to fucking start writing letters um, because there's such an exciting thing like getting a letter through the letterbox rather than a Snapchat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I thought when you said that, that was a brilliant idea because I've always, I haven't been a fan of, I'm not a fan of social media. I'm often, I'm not on it much unless it's, you know, texting into the group or texting or trying to keep in in contact with the people that are really close to me. Yeah. But um, I'm not a fan of like scrolling through the toxic side of it if you get me I don't have TikTok I don't have Instagram I because I'm not saying those things aren't bad at all and if you watch them in moderation and and you don't feel a negative effect yourself then that's 100% fine because everybody's different if you get me I just personally feel a bit drained by it and I've always said that um I feel like I belong to a different time um, because yeah. <laughs> because I think that um, letters is, is a brilliant idea. And you kind of, I don't know if you guys have been affected by this, but I've noticed in my friends that um, you want every day to be a, di- a bit different. And some people kind of end up like online shopping so that they get like a present in the mail or like oh, something yeah, yeah. to like change the day. They end up spending their money like that because mm-hmm. they just want something to like, you know lift their spirits a little bit yeah and i think if you send letters it's like getting the same thing except it's not as costly oh yeah oh you're right you're right actually i think especially now in lockdown your screen time can be so high and i know my screen time i'm nearly afraid to look at it half the time because it's so high i'm just like social media it is addictive and it is draining like i find like you get headaches from staring at your phone all day or whatever and even us because we're doing online 
college you're staring at the laptop for a lot of the day as well Mm. so I think try and focus on reducing your screen time and that like even myself if I leave my phone down for an hour I find myself nearly a little bit energized because gives your eyes a break your brain a break and like scrolling through Instagram for long periods of time can't be healthy either yeah 100% and I remember that I I just remember from being a kid like if you're if you I used to love reading if you get me and as I grew older other things replaced it like um like being on my phone or talking to people and well especially now it's hard to find a time with college and trying to keep in contact with people but I found that I missed that a lot having that allow myself that time if you get me Mm. to to do something that you you love but yeah. you're almost you you find yourself like reaching for the phone or you find yourself I don't know maybe turning on Netflix instead yeah. or something like that yeah. it's almost like we're addicted to actually needing the technology rather than picking up a book or yeah. doing something yeah. like that I don't want to sound like a lame like person now when back I'm talking in about my books, day but... we didn't need <laughs> back in my day now <laughs> Asher I'm you know like I, I remember we were all reading in circles you know <laughs> I'm a little reading circle in the in the corner you weren't at the book club you obviously no exactly like social media is like thank god for it in this time like we get to talk still talk to people like imagine we didn't have okay i feel like i'm an old person talking as well but like (laughs) thank god for it because we get to stay in touch so often because i know but like (laughs) no but i feel like it's really important to like be aware of how much time you're spending looking at a screen and like just even if it's for an hour put down the phone and try and even like you said read a few pages it definitely has benefits yep. to your even, mental health i know myself yeah. it's hard Sorry. to it's hard to start a book getting through the first few pages but after yeah. you get going it does mm. get a lot easier get to finish that book it's just it's yeah yeah for because, sure it's definitely yeah. breaking the, yeah, the beginning the sorry <laughs> because like mm. i've i've like never like been addicted to reading or anything but i well i like the books like you know like books on like improving yourself and like all them self-help are they books, self-help yeah, yeah. books yeah self-help books yeah, yeah. I I've gotten into them recently and like I've never been a mad reader but like I'm getting into it and like and like you said Paul it's hard to get started because like I know myself I'd be like ah I'll watch a movie I'll start the book tomorrow but like even fucking five pages and then you get into it and you don't want to put the book down like I find myself like going to grab the book instead of turning on an episode or something or whatever and it definitely helps even instead of scrolling through your phone before you go to bed read a few pages it'll definitely help your sleep as well i think because the blue mm. the blue what is it the blue light light on yeah, yeah. Phone keeps you up yeah but that's that's a really good practice to have i think yeah. um like i uh, it's been killing me i've been trying to read i don't know how long and it's it literally is just it's almost like i don't know you have to make a habit of it like i think it was said last week um as one of the advice to do is maybe read 10 pages of a book it doesn't have to be hard read yeah. five pages even just set yourself that small goal because... it's like yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say it's like um it's like how people do those like uh workout challenges and things like that it's it's a bit like um 
just make a habit mm. of um, exercising five minutes one day, exercise yeah. 10 minutes the next day, 15 minutes. And it's the same way with reading. Because Read five pages, are, 10 pages. We are creatures of habit. And like, yeah. it's not always about like motivation <clears throat> to do a workout or to read a book. It's like sometimes you don't have the motivation and you don't want to do it, but make yourself do it. And you will read, uh, what's the word? Reap, uh, reap the, benefits. the benefits. Is that a word? Reap the benefits. It's a reap, <laughs> reap the benefits. Reap. Is that a word? <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> it's a reap, yeah. Anyway, you will see the benefits because half the time you don't want to do the workout. You don't want to go for a run. Or you don't want to read the book. But do it. And we, we are creatures of habit. So you will get into the habit and it won't become a challenge. Like it'll be easy then after yeah. a while. Mm. Keep doing it. I suppose you have to you have to try and hold yourself 100%. to it as well. So if you decide that you're going to do that five pages every day, or you're going to do that workout every day, you have to you have to try and hold yourself to that as best you yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, or even write a little yeah. to do list tick them off. and yeah. take it off. And because it's on the to do list, you will want to do it. Just you get that satisfaction yeah. out of ticking it off, and then you will yeah. do it because you want to take it off or highlight it off or whatever. Mm. That's what I do. Yeah, I was going to say as well, it's very important. Like, I 100% agree with you guys. Um, I just think it's important to remind people that um, even if you find that you didn't do it that day or you weren't able to take it off, don't be too hard on yourself, yeah, if definitely. you get me. Because I think, like, that that's a big thing. I know myself, if you, if you don't get to do something or you put something off, yeah. it's not the end of the world. Yeah, you didn't do it today, but that doesn't mean that you can't do it tomorrow or you're going to put it off for the rest of your life, exactly. if you get me. Yeah. It means it was a little bit hard today, but challenge yourself tomorrow. Challenge yourself again if you don't do it tomorrow. It's not the end of the world if you're having trouble with it if you get me but just keep trying that's yeah. the main thing that you can do because if, even if you don't get all the things on your list ticked off add it to your little list tomorrow and you'll get it ticked off the next day or the next week or whatever it's just that little guide in your daily routine that will help you yeah. Mm. Yeah. exactly exactly Kira. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i was actually gonna ask you guys um about like how you're getting on at school and mo- motivating yourself to no, to do your work. Yasmin. Oh, sorry, sorry. College, uh, university <laughs> students here. Um, <laughs> prestige. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Now, okay. How are you getting on with your your university work, your assignments, um, attending every lecture? What's that like for you guys? Um, look, I think we were saying earlier as well, like. I think did Lucy mention um in one of her tips last week in the podcast to like have a balance between work and like your relaxing time? Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah, like yeah, relaxing time. Relaxing time, downtime. <laughs> well, Sherlock, <laughs> relaxing time. We can trademark that. <laughs> But um, no, like I know myself, my study desk is in my bedroom. We were saying this earlier. And if you can, like, well, even in like student accommodation, the study desk is in the bedroom as well. And it's hard to like fucking, what's the word? To have, have a, a separation divide between, between yeah. separation, yeah, between work and like sleep time i don't know what the what is that word kira just does not know how to speak today <laughs> she's broken 
I'm broken. No, I, I get what you're trying to say, it's though. You need that device. Yeah, yeah downtime. That's it. That's downtime. it. That's exactly the right Name this podcast for your relaxing time now. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> relaxing time. Um, have have a, like a time. Because I know myself, when the study desk is in your bedroom and you're like, you're in bed or whatever, or in the evening time, you're in your bedroom... Because the study desk is there, you, you in your head nearly you're like, oh, I should be doing a bit of work there now. I could be doing a, another half an hour. I could be doing something because the desk is there. But I think mm. you have a time like when it gets to whatever six o'clock, seven o'clock, be like, right, I'm done now for the day, and then just it's done now until tomorrow because it's so hard to fucking just like have that separation. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think yeah, yeah, exactly. I think if you look at it as a working day, or or like how school used to be, if you say I'll work from this time to this time, working and you set yourself those hours, nine to five. Yeah, exactly. You got that nine to five, guys. If you work from nine to five, the rest of the time is yours to do with it what you will. And I think there's, sorry. <laughs> I think there's a lot of guilt attached to what you do afterwards, yeah. you know, it's, and I agree with you 100% that it's it's also very monotonous. And that's why it's really important to have a routine. We were talking about last week. Yeah. Um, because if your life is just, you know, you're in your pajamas, you're in bed, you mm-hmm. get up, you move to your desk, you're sitting in your pajamas because what's the point of getting dressed? Yeah. No one's going to see you. you. You know, you keep, you, you know, you do your work. But like, I think that has a big difference in motivation because if you got up, you know, wash your face, brush your teeth, like made your bed, like somebody said last week, um, get dressed in an actual like proper outfit. Yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, I mean, like that, that differs from person to person. But if you feel that you're organized in that way mm-hmm. and have your space around you, a little bit cleaner yeah. here I'm telling people to like tidy their rooms but like I'm just saying that like no, if your working area is. yeah is decluttered your mind is a little bit less decluttered 100%. as well if, if that makes sense like yeah if you have a messy room you have a messy head <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that we need to make an Instagram post after this just be like a messy room tidy <laughs> room tidy mind. oh my god yeah. quotes from the podcast <laughs> Um, but what you call it, I feel like as well in, because we're in lockdown, your sleep, sleep, sleep schedule can be. Sleep with Kira, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Your sleep schedule can become fucked. So I think if try and fix that, if it's gone to hell, because mine has gone to hell in the past. And when you get up late, the day is just gone. And I feel like get up early, get things done early, and then you have the day to yourself rather than work hanging over you all day. Just try and get it done early. I feel if your sleeps, I no, I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. That's the point of the podcast. I can't go. <laughs> We're just gonna make yeah. a meme out of you, but that's okay. Oh, we need God. to get the Instagram. No, I think get what I was trying to say. Yeah. Do you get what I'm trying yeah. to say? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no. basically, what I'm trying to say is try and get up earlier than later and get things done rather than have yeah. things. Yeah. The earlier you start, the earlier you finish. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was saying that as well. I find myself. I I started off waking up early because I try fall asleep 
like early yeah. I think that has a lot to do with it if you stay up until 3am 4am in the morning like you're gonna wake up late you're yeah. gonna start late and if you wake up any earlier you're gonna be completely drained and you're not gonna be able to focus because when you're yeah. lacking in sleep you're you can't it's really hard to focus you'd be stressing yourself out giving yourself yeah. headaches yeah like and just drinking coffee <laughs> Kira, um, <laughs> and, and whatever it is that gives you <laughs> yeah whatever it is that gives you energy um yeah. but that's not as good as sleep like we're like exactly so like important. anything else. yeah it really is I think it's very like I don't want to sound like so repetitive of other people but like and I'm I'm guilty of it myself I'm so bad at like I have such an unhealthy sleep schedule and I, I want to say it's because of corona but I think it's just you know getting yourself to bed at that yeah. time like, getting yourself like just put the phone away like turn off like whatever you're watching stuff yeah. on and actually just try to sleep yeah because like I don't want to sound like a fucking oh go to sleep early get up early because I'm so not one that does that but I'm trying mm. like I am trying but I think as well, putting your phone out of your bedroom helps. Um, because mm. sometimes, like I try to go to sleep and I just don't fall asleep, so I grab my phone. But sure, that's making the situation worse because yeah, like if 100%. your phone isn't in the bedroom, you're not going to be asked getting out of bed and going to get it, <laughs> and then you will that's fall true. asleep. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, try put your phone out your bedroom when you're going to sleep as well. Yeah, I think definitely we're a bit like addicted to the the distraction that yeah. phones give us. Because I know, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the time if you can't fall asleep, it can be because you're stressing about something. Yeah. And you might not want to be thinking about what you're stressing about if that get, if you get me. And that's why a lot of people turn to their phones and that's why people get addicted to and it, even I think. like, I think I turn to my phone as well, as well because when I can't... <laughs> when I... <laughs> When I can't sleep, I think it's very easy to like start overthinking about everything, and you don't yeah. want that either. And then I think I go to my phone like to stop over- overthinking or whatever. But this, I actually did this last night. I couldn't go to sleep for ages. It was windy. There was noises everywhere. It was raining, mm. and I was just overthinking everything. So I actually got. I didn't get up, but I reached for my phone, which is not what you. Might do, but what I did. Yes. What I was, everything, oh my gosh. everything I was over, everything I was thinking about, I wrote it down in my notes. And that really helped. Then I just put it down and went to sleep because, I don't know, something about like writing it down or writing it out, like nearly takes it out of your head. It's like, do you know yeah. what I mean? No. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a really healthy thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Because um, I would agree that I'm one of those people that spirals as yeah. well yeah. you know I think getting it out of your head yeah. and getting it down there yeah it's a lot less scary yeah. on paper than it yeah. is in your head yeah and because you see it in front of you and you're like okay <laughs> why am I overthinking <laughs> yeah. it's, in exactly. your head, it's just yeah. yeah things are so much bigger yeah. in your head you, than you they are in reality a lot of different things yeah. like we were saying with the sort of having a to-do list as well even having it written out helps as well yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mm. So guys, yeah. if you're listening and there's loads of things going on in your head, just grab a pen and write on a p- piece of paper. Yep. Any, <laughs> any piece of paper. Any just do it, guys. 
Yeah, it's current. Like no, it's as long. It does help. All jokes aside, it does. So if you're worrying about something, yeah. write it down. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people recommend journaling as well. Yeah, and I again, this, I know we're saying a lot of the the typical things that people say, yeah. but that's because it works. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like I, I like sorry. If I'm listening to someone and they're like, oh, tips of advice, write down what you're feeling. You kind of think, oh, would you go away? Like, yeah, but honest to God, it takes two seconds. Write down on a piece of, oh, no, I'm just doing what everyone else tells you to do. But like, do it. <laughs> Try it out. If it doesn't work, it might work for everyone either. Yeah. Try yeah. It. Yeah. So we're not trying to sell you something. It's just like, and I'm not going to say like, I think a lot of us have that idea that like, look, okay, it's just effort and my phone is right there mm-hmm. and I'll just, you know, and this is like a subconscious thing, like, or unco- I don't know which way I read that saying subconscious is actually wrong and you should say mm. unconsciously Oh, oh look at because her. your subconscious, I don't know, that Ooh. could be wrong. And if there's anybody, <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys. No, if there's anybody listening to this that knows the answer. Hit us up on Instagram or something like that because on, I actually am so confused. Yeah, or on Twitter because I've been saying, yeah, just letting you know. Um, I think we have an email as well. <laughs> Our promotional team is just top notch, guys. I think we have a lot of accounts and things on i'm not really sure but our promotion team is doing a brilliant job guys so thank you shout yeah. out yeah. to the promotion team and our editing last week sounded so professional yeah. so we're actually beaming um any other little tips or anything to say before we wrap it up guys i feel like i was thinking about something and actually yeah we're... i feel like i could have interrupted you yeah, I but that's okay. Don't worry. I I'm just trying to think what I was I was actually trying to say. I it's probably because I forgot it. Probably wasn't that important anyway. But um, yeah. God, what is it? It was about what it was were we about, talking about? Yeah, it was about what we were saying before. Oh, it was about the journaling. Yeah, we're not trying to sell something to you when we say that it'll take like two seconds because it won't. And a lot of people will say like. Yeah, and like I said as well, because I'm just as guilty for it, that you're way more likely to reach for your phone and try to distract yourself than actually try and think yeah. about what's actually bothering you. Yeah. Because you don't want to spiral. You don't want yeah. to be in like a, a dark place. And, and you won't be if you're just able to like breathe. Process it. And, and process it and write it down. And you'll see how the problem that you're worrying about, take you through, like take yourself through the steps about like, mm. how big is this problem? And I know it seems big to me now, but how bad will it actually be? And put yourself yeah. in the position that you're worrying about. And sure enough, you'll get yourself through that little tunnel, Do you know, Definitely. like and when you come out the other side, like whatever it is that you're worrying about, um, you could you could genuinely be fine in a few seconds or after it happens, mm-hmm. you'll be able to tell yourself well, that wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I think that realization is, is a really important thing because if you're an overthinker or you tend to stress yourself out, um, that realization is something you should really take focus on mm-hmm. because that knowing that you'll get through whatever it is that you're worried about, no matter how big or small it seems, when you realize, okay, well, I got through that you remind yourself that you're stronger than you thought that you were mm-hmm. um and there's solutions to everything like it may seem massive to you but like in a year you could look back and think why was <laughs> i stressing over that 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, yeah, that realization I think is is so important to have. And I was also going to touch on um the thing about uh the phones as well. Like if you're talking to somebody at night that like you really really care about, like you could have a few people, like a group of friends, and you might really want to keep talking to them. Obviously, at this time where we we don't get that much contact hours, yeah. and you're worried about like losing your friendship or not staying as close as you were, if I was just going to say, not everybody's in that situation, but I was just going to say for those of you that are, um, that, you know, the person, the people that you're close to will always understand if you are taking care of yourself. So if you're saying, okay, I'm going to go to sleep at 11, like, <laughs> they shouldn't be like, I ah, know, like, what are you doing? Like, you, you know, stay yeah. up with me. And tell, tell them, tell them rather than just tell them, oh, I'm going to go off to sleep now at 11. I'll ring you at 10. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that's that's it's it's like there's like a guilt or something of having to be the first one that leaves or like mm-hmm. there's you know or being that kid that like uh, I say yeah. kid now. Sorry guys, if you identify as an adult. Um, but it, you don't want to be that one that's there, like, okay, guys, um, it's my bedtime now. It's <laughs> gonna go to sleep, and you know, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like no one, no one. I don't think anyone really cares as long as you stay in touch with them. Like it's not like you're ghosting them. Just let them know yeah. I'm I'm off I'm off to have some damn time. Yeah, and if they really like if you're really close to them, they should be able to understand that. They'll want the best for you. you they'll want that yeah. you have that space if you get yeah, yeah. Um so you know, never feel that you can't do that is yeah. what I'm trying to put across there i don't know if i got that across clearly just rambling but there you go guys i I hope you guys enjoyed listening those listen i i can't (laughs) can't talk bye cut this cut it guys cut it in the middle there (laughs) our editing team are top-notch class though they really are we're not taking the piss we're not saying no i'm not they were really good (laughs) they really are we really appreciate all the work that goes in behind the scenes that you got might not be able to see there's a lot that goes into it and just want to give a shout out to those guys because they're making us sound bearable know, it means a lot thank you <laughs> exactly you know, they make us sound you know at least you're able to listen you know you don't want to burn your ears off so yeah. anyway yeah uh, yeah so thanks uh, everyone for listening to this one um i'm not sure what the story is with next week's one we may be having a, sh- uh, a show via instagram live or we may have a- be having another record pre-recorded podcast or we could be doing both i don't know um but uh yeah the instagram is alone in the crowd.ul and we've also set up a twitter account uh in alone in the crowd at ul and like we said earlier social media teams are phenomenal like the amount of stuff they have up there is crazy yeah. <laughs> they're way better than email, that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean carried. we're just spitting you know like absolute no come on now kira no, no. <laughs> oh, sorry but... I, i'm doing a great job it's all yeah. about self-love yeah. yes exactly yeah. it's all about self-love guys if you take anything from this podcast remember that we're not being cringy we're just trying to tell you yeah. you know remember, appreciate yourself self-love and messy room yeah. messy head Yes, that's the most important topic for today, Um, as well as the really interesting research, (laughs) yeah, as well as the really interesting research done by Emma today. Um, It was so wonderful of her to come in today and talk to us. Um, Must have been difficult. 
Um, <laughs> we're a bit um, yeah. all over the shop, but but we really appreciate her coming in. So. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thank you all for listening, guys. Bye. <laughs>